Hello there, and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're excited that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us. We certainly hope and pray that Christ would be glorified, you as our listeners would be edified. For more information about us, we ask that you please go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase. There you can find out a lot more information about us. We have links to our social media accounts. Uh, Please uh, leave us a review there as well and follow us. We do try to post articles, news articles from around the world that have to uh, pertain to Christian persecution, uh, things that are influencing the church and so on. And so uh, please do that. We're on Facebook, uh, MeWe, LinkedIn, uh, Getter, I'm trying to think if there's any others. Uh, they're all there on the podcast, so please uh, do that. It is a way of communicating with us as well and for us to communicate with you throughout the week. And so tell your friends and family about us. We ask that, please, that you would do that. Uh, also on our webpage, there's, we have affiliates now. If you need uh, Christmas gifts or Bible, classroom supplies, church supplies, uh, maybe just some Christian books that you would like, Christian clothing. Uh, the Christian clothing store also has breast awareness type uh, clothing as well. And so I, I would ask that you go check that out. We uh, do not make any money for having the affiliate. We make a small commission if you buy through our webpage. And that would really help us. We we truly, truly need some financial support, but also, more importantly, we need your prayers. Today, we're going to continue uh, our series. Uh, it's basically a Christian historical evidence-type class. And today, we're going to use a lot of words that, uh, if you're taking notes, please write them down. Uh, have a Bible nearby. Christian evidence uh, class uh, really helped me early in my Christian walk to kind of get a better grip on the historical value of the Bible and the church and so on, and it really opened a lot of doors for me. And so, again, today we're going to talk about uh, the manuscript historical reliability of the New Testament. And so... There, I'm going to spell a lot of words here shortly, uh, so if you're paying attention, I hope you're paying attention if you're listening, uh, you can make some notes to that as well. And honestly, you can go to your favorite search web uh, engine and type this stuff in, and it'll give you all the information about these people we're going to talk about, uh, the codices, and so on. And so... Uh, Please do all of that. I I think it's important. I stress the Bible only, and it's true uh, that I really believe that. There's also some outlying factors to help me understand why I believe in the Bible only. So, and I'm trying to do that here over the last uh, four or five weeks, and we'll have a couple more weeks of these. So, uh, please, I, I know that for some people they might be boring. For other people, they're probably fairly deep. And for others, maybe they've never heard of this or never thought of it. And that's the whole idea, is to help us all 
and the Lord's Church, understand Him better, uh, the events around the Bible, and the culture and the history in which it was written, and the people actually lived in. So we're going to consider the integrity of the New Testament, as I stated. Uh, what we are reading in our New Testament was, was originally written by inspired men. I truly believe the Holy Spirit did that. Uh, many, many centuries have passed since Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Peter, James, Paul, and Jude wrote the New Testament documents. People have really, honestly, they have legitimate questions that need to be answered. And that's really what I'm trying to do through these podcasts here uh, with this series. Uh, it is possible that they have found uh, corruptions into the Scriptures. Is it possible that people who actually copied uh, the original codices and there's been copied again and again, could there be errors in those texts? Perhaps maybe uh, some theology uh, uh, that was personally copied into the text from the people who were doing it. And of course, I'm going to have to say yes. Uh, there have been errors in transmission made by uh, the copyists. Uninspired statements have found their ways into our scriptures. And now we have to deal with that. So men... And these scholars, they detect these errors, and they seek out to restore the original text. I, I think it's, it's important that we're able to see that. Uh, we have, uh, we've talked about F.F. F. Bruce quite a bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about what he meant when he stated that the evidence for the New Testament is ever so great that the evidence over the his classical historians. So we'll, we'll talk more about that here. Uh, I like F.F. F. Bruce. He's an interesting uh, writer. And so, anyway, part of the questions I had just a few minutes ago and as we uh, introduced this, do we have any of the original uh, actual writings from the Apostles' own handwriting? Well, no, we don't. None of those have ever, ever survived, either uh, the New Testament or of its, of its classics. However, they're really not lost to us. We, we don't actually, again, have the copy of, some people would call the signatures of those who wrote it. Again, we have the copies of the originals, of both classics and of the New Testament. Copies really are just an image of the reproduction. We make copies all the time in our offices or schools work of an original uh, we mark those as original documents versus a copy, depending on what kind of work you do. Uh, again, governments would require such a thing. So I want us to try to compare the New Testament manuscript copies with the manuscript copies of classical uh, histories. Okay, so for example, here is what I mean by a classical history. Caesar's Gaelic Wars. Okay, this was written between 58 to around 50 BC. And of its ancient writings, we have nine or ten really good uh, manuscripts. However, uh, they're not originals. Uh, there's no originals of these in existence. The oldest manuscript that we have of this work is from around the 9th century AD, and that leaves 
at least 800 years between the original writing and our best copy in our possession. Uh, the Roman history of, of, of Livy. Uh, he writes here between 59 B.C. to around 17 A.D. And one of the 147 original written uh, manuscripts, there are 35 manuscripts uh, of his work that we have now in existence. Only 29 of these are as old as the 4th century, removed uh, 300 years from the original. Uh, the histories, histories of Tacticus, uh, written around 100 A.D., uh, we have about 14 and a half books uh, that have been able to be able to find that comes down to us. Okay, and so uh, make these manuscripts, again, there's a gap of about 800 years between the copies and when these events Tacticus would write about actually took place. Uh, there's the, the, the annuals of Tacticus, again, written around 100 A.D., only 10 manuscripts of this work is now in full uh, exist, and two in only part. So, and the best copy that we could actually go to and read, if we could, in a museum is in the 11th century, a thousand-year gap. And people look, again, all these people I'm, going to, I'm quoting here are talking about, people see them as reliable historical documents. Uh, another one would be the history of Thaticus. Uh He writes uh, around 460 to 400 B.C. And I'm going to spell his name for those who are taking notes. It's T-H-U-C-Y-D-I-D-E-S. And these writings are known to us from eight manuscripts. And, and their earliest is dated around 900 A.D., and again, and that's about 1,300 years removed from the originals. And the last one is the history of uh, Herodotus, uh, written around 480 to around 425 B.C., I should say, excuse me. Eight manuscripts of this work are known to us, and the earliest that is dated is 980. Again, that leaves about a 1,300-year gap removed from the original. In, those, in no case can these copies, uh, these histories, be compared with the original. So, as to be determined of their absolute accuracy of the copies in our possession. Again, Bruce F.F. Bruce, he observes from this viewpoint, yet no classical scholar would listen to an argument that the authority of Thaticus is in doubt because of the earliest manuscripts of their works, which are 1,300 years later of the originals. So his, what he's trying to say in his book is nobody would listen to this kind of evidence that old, that separated from the original uh, writings in actual events. So uh, the manuscripts that we have, the evidence for the New Testament is, is far greater than that for the classical historians. They are presently that we have in existence 5,000 copies of the Greek New Testament in whole or in part. 
the most valuable are, are these. And the, these codexes, uh, C-O-D-E-X, for those who are taking notes, codex. And this, this first one uh, is spelled S-I-N-A-I-T-I-C-U-S. And this is dated around 350 A.D. Okay, so this codex has the entire Bible as well as several other books. Uh, and it is removed from the originals of only about 250 years. We're not talking thousands. Uh, a, a second codex is, and I'm going to spell it, V-I-T-I-C-A-N-U-S, Vaticanus. Uh, it's copied around 350 A.D., and this, again, is removed from the original text of only about 250 years. Then we have the Codex Alexandrus, uh, copied in the middle of the 5th century A.D. It is removed about 350 years. Uh, Codex Bezari, B-E-Z-A-E, dating from the 5th or 6th century, removed about 400 years. Okay, so besides these ancient manuscripts of the Bible, there are some very important fragments from these different codices of the Bible, which have been dated around 130 A.D. to about 250 A.D. Uh, Chester, uh, Betty, Biblical Papyri. These fragments contain portions of uh, a different Bible, 11 different Bible sections, and these are all have the New Testament in it. Now, they have been, de, 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 just the time and age have deteriorated there, and that's why they only have uh, fragments. But one fragment contains the Gospels and the book of Acts and is dated around 200 A.D. Uh, Reliant has a fragment, and this fragment, uh, let me spell that for our Y L A N D. That's the, the this fragment's name. And this fragment contains John chapters eighteen, and and a few following, and it's dated around one hundred thirty A.D. So, which it shows that John was written between ninety and one hundred A.D., uh, and it was circulating in Egypt as early as forty years after it was written, according to F. F. Bruce. Okay, so. Uh, these are some very early existing fragments that we have of our New Testament that we carry around today. Uh, there's another fragment uh, called, I'll spell it, B-O-D-M-E-R, the second, uh, Bodmer. This fragment contains the first 14 chapters of the Gospel of John and has portions of the last seven chapters and it's dated around 200 A.D. So, one, obviously, you can study this out a little deeper. I'm just trying to bait you a little bit, I'll be honest, to make you thirsty to want to go out and study this on your own. Something I've kind of learned about this topic is, uh, for me, and I know for many others, is it just kind of made me thirsty to really want to know the historical background of the writing of the, what we call the Bible. And you can you can do that. Uh, the information, honestly, 
is really freely available uh, on the internet. It just takes time to, to find all the, uh, the different uh, articles about it, uh, how to be able to go read it, and some decent Bible software also helps you a lot. Uh, not that you need to have that. Again, uh, our New Testament comes from a manuscript that is so much more superior than the classical historians that so many uh, people rely on for world history. I mean, 1,300 years separated out is the best copy we have for some of the historical things that are documented versus the Bible, which is really a historical book as well. However, 200 years, 300 years separated is that I can do that math. Okay, so we know that the Bible can be historically uh, relied on. I think we can be grateful to God through His providence uh, that He has provided copies for us, uh, that we can rest assured what we're reading in our New Testament is uh, an authentic resp- uh, representation of what was originally penned by the original apostles and New Testament writers. And view these evidence again for classical writings. I mean, how much should we receive from the New Testament as being authentic and view the evidence for its reliability? Again, if the New Testament were a collection of secular writings, their authenticity would be generally regarded beyond doubt. Okay, and that's what F.F. F. Bruce would say in his book called The New Testament Documents, and you can find that on page 15. And so, again, I really, I really hope uh, that this is being somewhat helpful. We have so many listeners from around the world, many who are uh, in countries where perhaps some of this information is not easily available or don't have libraries or... Um, so many people listen or persecuted countries. And I'm trying just really probably maybe to communicate more with them than anybody, that there is plenty of of historical document evidence uh, that prove that the Bible is accurate. It was written when uh, Jesus actually walked at the uh, earth. They had these people walking around with Jesus after he... uh, completes his mission, returns to heaven, they begin to write these things down through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to guide them. Uh, You can see this in the book of Revelation when the Apostle John is told, write this down by the angel. And you can find that in Revelation chapter 1. Write this down. And so God has commanded men over time to write things down for us. And the reason is to keep the accuracy, uh, to write the events within the time frames that are acceptable. I mean, Jeremiah, you read the book of Jeremiah, and it seems to me uh, that's pretty close to the events. Jeremiah is writing documents, and the king is burning those uh, documents to stay warm. He doesn't want to hear uh, what Jeremiah has wrote down, what God has told Jeremiah to write. So, uh, again, uh, I, I certainly appreciate the fact that you're listening. 
uh, to us. We're going to talk about the resurrection in our next uh, podcast and the implications of that resurrection of Jesus. Christianity, that's really what we are centered around is the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And sometimes I think we forget that basic uh, foundational uh, belief. I want to thank uh, my family, your friends, uh, for listening and telling others about us and our my church family as well. A special hello to Byron. I know that he listens as he goes between hospital visits that uh, he's certainly helping as well try to spread the message of the podcast around. And so if you can, please tell others about us. Visit our webpage. Uh, Go to our social media accounts, hit that like button, please, and follow us on our on our social media accounts. And you can find the links to those as well as on our webpage. I, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I certainly appreciate that. May God have the glory. May you be blessed.